Hey, welcome back to the Dead Patch Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Dead Patch Podcast. Hope you're all well and having a great start to the week. Um, did you have a good weekend? Uh, we certainly did. It was a busy one. We had two birthday parties, a play date, swimming lessons, uh, stuff to do in between activities and stuff just to keep the little man happy and out of trouble as much as we can. Um, to be fair, Ange and Taylor did most of the birthday parties. Um, oh, the play date. They went to the play date, which was really cool because he's with a kid called Paul from Taylor's Daycare. And the it was the first time that Paul had actually had a play date ever, which was quite cool. He's only just turned three. So it's, apparently it's quite cute. There's both playing together. Um, Paul's mum and dad are Lebanese and don't really know that many people in New Zealand. So it's quite cool for Ange to do introductions. And Ange and Paul's mum, Nadine, actually work together. So um, that makes it quite easy. So, yeah, so that was quite a new relationship that got started. And then the birthday parties. Now, I have to be said, probably like most dads, I'm not a big fan of birthday parties. No, not even Taylor's. Um, I just find them quite hard work. And, yeah, but Angie's a legend with them, so she's really good at organising them. Um, I think she enjoys them, which is good. I don't and Taylor loves them he loves a good birthday party and like I say this weekend he had two of them and they were both they were very different both were definitely interesting um the first one was at a place called Bounce and Beyond here in Auckland and it's kind of just full of inflatable bounty castles and slides and all that kind of stuff so just a crazy place of kids going manic and burning off lots and lots of energy and so that was Saturday's one and then on Sundays was at a friend Katie's house so it was um, Tommy's birthday party and he just turned three so yeah so he's just moving over to at Taylor's daycare there's like two class, two schools and um, one from zero to three and one three to six so he's just moving over to Taylor school for the three to six which is pretty cool his brother was actually in that school too but he just moved on to primary school um so yes yeah, so those were the two different birthday parties um and yeah I have to say there wasn't too bad as birthday parties go although the topic of discussion for this week's episode is from the first birthday party on Saturday about being present in the moment. Um, it's basically down to two episodes at the birthday party. The first one was one of Taylor's friends. He's a little bit older, but he's quite small for his age and stuff. And he was there with his dad and his dad just wasn't present 
He was on his phone pretty much the entire time he was there at the birthday party. Um, just about managed to get an hello out of him. Um, and he's pretty much always been like it, to be honest, but I think it's kind of got worse. Um, but, you know, if he, if he decides to be on his phone the entire time, then that's his call. But when his son has an accident, so he came down one of the slides and then some other kid came down straight after and smacked him. And, and the kid was, it looked like he was hurt. He was crying really badly. And so we were looking around for his dad. who's was nowhere to be seen. And there's, it was a big place, but there's no way you could not have heard him crying. And it's not like he ran over or anything. So Ange took him over to his dad. And apparently his dad just went, oh, thank, didn't even say thanks. He just said, what's up? What's going on? Why are you crying? And there was nothing there. There's like, ah, oh, let's go and sort out what happened and you're okay. He was just like kind of pissed off that his son has interrupted his time on the phone. And we're like, why even bother coming, you know? Or why not just drop him off with a caveat that I don't want to be here and can you just look after my son? Because at least then you know that he's your responsibility and you can look after him. But he be... If his dad's there, you just assume, well, his dad's here to look after him and he needs to do the appropriate actions of a parent when his son gets hurt. But, yeah, that really pissed us off and it put a bit of a dampener on things because it's just like, it just kind of highlighted the issues today that parents kind of put their phones first before their kids. It just seems insane. And then the other part of the party was there was an entertainer of a batman which taylor's super excited about because he loves superheroes as you may have heard in episode one and batman came along was doing the entertainment with the kids all going well and but the problem was with that kind of um, function space there's nowhere to do a specific entertainer part so the entertainer wasn't just entertaining the birthday party kids. He was entertaining nearly every kid that was in Bounce and Beyond, which wasn't a big deal. But rather than just trying to control eight toddlers, there was like 20, 25 kids there watching the entertainer and kids running around and it was just a bit manic. But um, there's one kid in particular that just kept getting up, standing up, running over to the entertainer, getting in his way because the guy was trying to juggle stand on a tube and balance and juggle at the same time. And on its own, it was quite dangerous what he was doing, let alone with the kids running around his feet. But the kid's parents was nowhere to be seen. And for the entire duration of like maybe 25 minutes of the performance, this kid was just being a royal pan in the ass. And we're like, where's his parent? It wasn't just us. All the other parents around was just like, where's this kid's parent? Why is it then not getting involved or... And so to one point, one of the other parents just took the kid by the hand and said, look, sit with me. And we again, somebody else had to take control of a kid when the parents were definitely in the building, but just not giving a crap. It's like, oh, yeah, they can just go and run off and we'll just like use this as a chill out time. And it's like, again, why bring your kid to somewhere like that if you don't want to be with them? And I mean, maybe it's just our different way of parenting. But um, 
we don't see those places or those events as just a drop-off zone for you to chill out. Um, you can come up with other ways of doing that. The kind of places that a kid wants to interact with you. They want you to be part of the event, the day. Um, they want they want you to see them enjoying themselves. And they want to run up and say, look, look what I'm going to do next. Look what I'm going to do. And oh, that's just where Taylor is. And that's kind of what we love about our relationship. It's not just that's the kid, we're the parents, never the two shall interact. It's like it's it's all part of it. It's the same thing. It's just the family bonding. And um, I know it's hard to bag other parents when you don't know their full situation. And um, I mean, there might be a full, a genuine reason why the guy was on his phone the entire time. Maybe it was like a family thing going on or, but for me, it has to be something pretty damn important for you to ignore your kid for half an hour, um, especially in that kind of space. And all, all I'd say to you guys is that, look, if you find yourself being on your phone quite a lot, just have a think about, wow, how much time have I just spent on my phone in the presence of my children? It's did they have they just seen me on my phone the entire day? Have I interacted with them in any way? And just start using the screen time um, app or program on your phone to try and just start monitoring how much time you're spending on your phone because um, I was conscious of it probably the start of this year. And, uh, and probably more so when the feature came out of my phone to start track how much time you spent on your phone. And you luckily go, holy shit, I've spent like hours on my phone today. And I know full well some of that would have been in the time when I should have been focusing on Taylor. So now I've removed quite a few apps on my phone that was like taking up a lot of time, which is ridiculous really. I shouldn't even have to do that, but yeah, I've taken off Facebook and Twitter and some other apps that was just I was just flicking onto. So now I've just got a few, and I try and limit the time I'm spending on them. Um, but yeah, but then I mean, but that was one party on Saturday, so it was just two episodes. But then you go to the other party on Sunday, and it's kind of the other end. It's just like maybe it was the fact that. It was mainly mums, I don't know, but um, the mums were just like interacting with the kids. The kids would come in and say, oh, I've had an accident, or I've come, mum, mum, I want to show you this, and mums were like really attentive and they wanted to do it. So maybe I just need to say, say, dads, come on, step up. Let's just get, be more present. Let's start being the dads that I want people, I want dads to be seen as and Let's not just be seen as babysitters. Let's be more involved with our kids. You know, there's no excuse, lads. It's like they're your kids as much as the mums. So step up and, um, yeah, put your phone down. If your kid wants to play with you, it's not a bad thing. And, yeah, enjoy your time with them. Anyhow. That's my little bit of a rant. It's not a rant, is it? It's just me um, telling you what happened at the weekend, really. Um, yeah. So 
I've had some great feedback from episode one. Um, my brother sent me a message, which really touched me. He's like, Russ and I, we're not the closest of brothers, has to be said, but it doesn't mean I don't love him any less. And for him to send me a message, um, just to say, well done, I'm getting the Dad's Patch podcast out there. And for him to give me some feedback was really awesome. Um, so thanks, Russ. And I'll take it on board what you said. And it's going to help me immensely going forward. Um, my friend, my friend Bettina in Europe, she also said that I need to put a little schedule together of what I want to say and talk about, which was really helpful and good advice. So thank you for that. And of course, Andrew's Andrew gave me some great feedback of being a supportive wife. She always is. And she was really complimentary on one, the quality of the podcast. So she said she's heard some feedback that quality was pretty good, which is good to hear. I mean, just this weekend, I've heard, listened to a couple of the football podcasts. And yeah, I'm not sure where they're recording it. I know some of the stadiums aren't the easiest place to record, but yeah. Come on, lads, step up. You can um, just use your phones a bit better, eh? It's like BBC, you've got the budget for a microphone. Um, but anyway, I've when I started doing the podcast, I tried recording on my phone, on my iPad, even on my Mac, without any kind of microphone. And I have to say, the quality wasn't the best. And I figure if I was going to do this, I should probably do it properly. So I went out and bought a Blue Ice microphone. And it wasn't the cheapest one on the market. But all the reviews on Amazon and just a couple of reviews here, review sites here in New Zealand said it was really good value for money. So that's what I'm using. It's a nice little, it's really solid for the money. I think it's about $120. Sorry, Ange, I didn't mean to spend that much. And yeah, it's so far so good you let me know if you think um i could do any better on the quality uh, i haven't got around to using any kind of mixing app for the recordings or anything that's kind of beyond my scope at the moment my focus is just to get things recorded and um so far so good um yeah like i say all feedback is welcome um, on this episode or previous ones and just ideas for future future episodes um, one thing I do have to mention and it's it's always a hard time of the year for me being in New Zealand because the football season has officially kicked off in the UK um, it's all uh, I've been in, a mad football fan since my dad first took me down to watch our first match together. Um, in fact, I was a football fan before that. And this is where I have to confess that when I was really young, maybe five or six, seven or eight, I was a Manchester United fan. Yeah, I've said it. It's out there now. It's out there. I was a Manchester United fan. But to be fair, I wasn't a glory hunter because... These are the days when Ron Atkinson was involved. He was the manager back in the mid-80s before Alex Ferguson stepped up. So, And they wasn't really winning anything then. Um, 
I'd like to think that I'm kind of responsible for Manchester United winning so much because the minute I switched allegiance to Birmingham City, Manchester United started winning everything. So, Fergie, if you're listening, it's okay. Just send you a thanks in a thank you card or something. Um, but yeah, I'm a Birmingham City fan and I have been since, when was it? I think it was kind of March 1985 when I went to watch a football match with my dad and my sister. Yes, Lou, I'm calling you eight. You came to Birmingham City football ground to watch your first match before you became a Villa fan. Um, I think, if I recall, it was against QPR and the legend David Seaman may have been, may have been in goal. And we won that match if I remember rightly and I distinctly remember um, my dad almost being in tears at the end of the match because we didn't win many matches in those days so um, yeah that was pretty cool and in the mid 90s I had a season I started going regularly with my mates and well mate Simon because he was a season ticket holder and he's relatively cheap back then to go to a football match I think we could get into watch a match for like five pound or something and as I got older I got a bit more engaged and got a bit more money and eventually got a season ticket with my dad and yeah so we would go every week religiously and I would say that football in the UK is a religion um, because if you think about what a religion is, um, like a mass of people all believing in the same thing and wanting to go to the same place of worship. And, you know, I mean, there's, I don't know, there must be over a million people a weekend in the UK goes to a football match um, from Premier League right down to non, non-league football. And I mean, that's a lot of people to go to a football match. That's like a quarter of the population of New Zealand all going to a football match at the same time on a Saturday afternoon. So, you know, and I got involved in that. And yeah, there were there was major issues and there still is in the UK at football matches with um, violence and racism and stuff. But that's... As with most religions, it's the minority that make it an issue, like a bad rep for the, everybody else. And so we would go to a football match on a Saturday afternoon and there'd be like a ritual that I'd go to my dad's, pick him up, we'd go and have a pint before the match, go and watch the football. And then pretty much regardless of the scoreline or results after the end of the match, we would like bag, <laughs> we would like talk about the team on the journey home. And so, yeah, so, and it would be good. It'd just be a good time to spend with my dad. And yeah, so it's, it's always difficult now when the season kicks off and I'm on the other side of the world. And it's not always easy just to have conversations with people about football because Football's not a big sport here in New Zealand, really. Um, 
there's no not really a, a professional league. They've got like one team, Wellington Phoenix in the Australian League, and that's about it. It's not really on any sports shows or anything. Um, rugby and cricket are the main sports down here. So hopefully going forward, I'll be able to include a few conversations about the great game in this podcast, just talking about what's going on in the game, what our teams are up to, um, what we've thought about different things going on during the season. There's been rule changes with the game this, this season and the dreaded VAR, which has been adopted. I don't know if you know about that. That's a virtual assistant referee, which I don't know. Personally, I think it's going to spoil the game a little bit, um, but we'll see. Anyway, I wanted to put that in there because football is going to be part of this podcast, like or not, because it's something I love. And that's what this is all about. It's things that I love, being a dad being a husband, being a charity founder, being a football fan, lots of things. And uh, I want to share those with you guys. So it's time for you to hear from the little guy. Um, I have to say this week it's been quite hard to get him to do any kind of recording. He's not been that interested. Um, Usually he's really outgoing, bubbly, having fun. But as soon as I stick this new microphone in front of his face, he's just not interested. So maybe I need to try and get some other way of recording. But we did manage to get a few questions and answers out of him. So here's Taylor. Ten. Five. Seven. Seven, six, five, four, two, three, one. It's the Taylor section. (laughs) It's the Taylor section. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some questions and you're going to answer them as quickly as possible. Okay? Only one? No, there'll be about 20 questions. God, that's a lot of questions. How about five <laughs> questions? Um, They're easy questions. Um, like 22. Okay, 22 questions. <laughs> okay, first question. What is your name? Taylor. Is that it? <laughs> yes. Okay. What is your age? I'm um, four. You're four years old? Yes. A bit big for four, eh? <laughs> what is your favourite colour? Um, red, red. Red, red. <laughs> red, red. Uh, what is your favourite game? Um, cards and cards. What's that game? That's what I know you're playing with cars. Oh, cars. I thought you said cards. Cars. Okay, cars. Car, the one that drive. Oh, yeah. It's a, a new game. Oh, is it? And I like it. Oh, sounds cool. Um, Who is your favourite teacher? Um, Fyakalpana. Fyakalpana? Yes. Is it because she gives you big hugs when you get to school? Yes. Wow. 
And what is your favourite thing to do at the weekend? Um, go to birthdays. Go to birthday parties? Yes. How many birthday parties did you go to last weekend? Two. Two? Yes. Whose were they? Lucas and Tommy's. Which one was better? Both. Oh, good answer. That's a very diplomatic answer, sir. Okay, what is one more question because we're on question number 77. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite vegetable? Um, carrot. Oh. And why do you like carrots? Because they're tasty. That's a good reason to like carrots, isn't it? Yes. Not because they're healthy? Yes. And do you like having mayonnaise with them? Yes. Good, because that's in your lunchbox today. Huh? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's all the questions. Have you got anything else to say? Yep. Want to say goodbye then? Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, so that was uh, Taylor's little part this week. I did warn you, it was quite hard work getting the questions and answers done. But we did it, and uh, thank you, Ange, for all your support. Um, it was definitely a team effort this week. Um, but, yeah, that's probably about it for this week. It's um, it's a pretty busy week, I have to say. Um, we've got lots of charity stuff on and some new projects I'm working away on which hopefully down the line I can share with you but not quite yet it's a bit secret squirrel stuff but um thank you again for listening and yeah please give me your feedback uh, as I mentioned before this um, podcast is available across all platforms of podcasting podcast listeners podcast players whatever and it's all been created through anchor anchor is an amazing podcasting app that makes it super easy for me to make this happen and yeah thank you to everyone for listening bye